Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Nubia from Chronicles Abroad and I'm bringing to you a new segment I would like to call Random Realness. For those who follow the podcast, you'll know that I'm very opinionated and mostly got (laughs) a lot of things to say at times. So this allows me to be able to be expressive and touch base on topics that I have conversations with girlfriends about. And as we're talking, I'm like, damn, we should record this, right? So today's topic is about friendships. And I have Camille with me, and we're going to sit down and have this conversation with you guys about friendships and what does it mean. All right, so Camille, say hey to the listeners. Hello, everyone. How you doing? (laughs) So we had this conversation a little earlier today, and... um, I was telling Camille that I think friendships are subjective, right? Everybody has a different um, meaning or different, like, true definition of what friendship looks like. And for me, I would say that as an only child, my first depiction of what I thought friendship was, was mostly siblings, right? Seeing outside people with their brothers and their sisters and the way they connected and things. To me, that was what friendship looked like because I didn't, you know... I played with the cousins and, you know, the neighborhood kids or whatever and hanging out with my homegirls and all of that stuff. But as I got older, I realized that, you know, if they weren't bringing value to my life, what was the point? I don't know. So I wanted you to bring up what you said to me, which made so much sense. Okay. So, yeah, I definitely agree that the definition of friendship is subjective. I mean, just like anything that has to do with any individual person, like we're all unique, we're all different. We all have different experiences. Um, But also based off of that, really our first experience with relationship and connection is really with our caregivers, right? Mm -hmm. So our parents, grandparents, whoever, who are the dominant um, adults in our lives that we look up to and expect love and compassion and caring and all of the things that um, should be giving to a child growing up. And so I think um, that that forms how we relate to not just them, but also other people in our lives. So you have that direct relationship with your caregivers, but then also you are also witnessing their relationship to others. Mm. So you have those models that you're surrounded by, you're taking in, not necessarily consciously, but you know that's really what lays the foundation of how we relate to other people and show up in the world which makes so much freaking sense right so for instance you know i'm an extrovert right so i meet people all the time and i i'm like (laughs) open arms i'm like hey you know my brother my sister come here you know and i'm always developing these relationships but then when i realized that um the relationships aren't necessarily long lasting i used to question why don't I have these long-lasting relationships, right? But then when you brought that up, I was like, I've never really seen my parent in a long-lasting friendship or relationship that was healthy, mm-hmm. you know? I think back in my day, being born in the 70s, we had more of a community. And <laughs> with that community, since it wasn't about friendship, it was more like family, mm-hmm. you know? So everybody on the block was your auntie, your uncle, you know, things like that. So it was a little different. Um, You know, I necessarily am bringing up this topic because me now living abroad, right, has really changed the dynamic of the people that I considered friends when I was living in the States, 
Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because I came abroad not thinking that I would lose, air quotes, friends, mm-hmm. right? Because social media is so relevant. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you really want to talk to somebody, shit, you can Facebook message them, call them on Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And then you have this mindset of absence makes the heart grow fonder but in reality i'm seeing that absence is like more like out of sight out of mind which to me i'm not sure if that made sense because i'm like but if we friends we friends so i had to start really thinking about what was my definition Mm -hmm. right of friendship and Mm -hmm. what that looked like and what that meant to me right in order for me to be able to have healthier relationships in my future Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, that didn't come around until, <laughs> until I was, you left the states. Well, yeah. until I left the states, and until yeah. I'm forty. But you know, um, I think what's interesting is most people think of friendship as like a static thing. And I'm gonna go back to the example of the caregivers. Your relationship with your caregivers changed as you grew and developed, um, as you started school, as you became a teenager, as you maybe went off to college or started working or left the house, like the relationship dynamic changes over time depending on what's happening in the lives of the people involved, right? And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just what happens. And it's just interesting that a lot of us think of friendship as like, oh my God, we're friends and we're going to be friends forever, forever. And it's always going to be like this. And it's like, no, like we are going to have our experiences. We are going to grow maybe grow in opposite directions, maybe parallel directions, and that's expected with any relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For me, what's key is um, whether or not each party who's involved is committed to um, continuing whatever value that is exchanged in that relationship. That's the key word, right? Right? Value. value. But I don't think that a lot of people recognize that key word until you get to a point in your life where it makes sense. Because a lot of times... People don't value their own selves. That's what I was about Enough. to say. Mm-hmm. Right? So are it's you kind even of aware of your values? Correct. What are your values? And some people don't even ask themselves those questions. It's, it's a sense of a, you have to kind of be aware of what, who you are, what you need, what your goals are to even be able to say, these are the type of people that I want in my life for X, Y, and Z reason. And also, these are the type of people I want in my life so that I can be able to continue to contribute what it is that I'm supposed to contribute in this lifetime, right? That's true. Um, but that takes a level of awareness and acceptance. And um, just a lot of people just don't do that consciously. But you're right. Because as you move through life, your standards, right? And your expectations will change. And, you know, I use the word expectations, which <laughs> I feel like expectations is the mother to disappointment at times. And it took me to get to a point where... I expect, but I don't expect. Does that make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. to a certain level where it doesn't allow me, it doesn't take hold of me anymore like it maybe used to. So-and-so wasn't there for me when I needed X, Y, and Z. They're not obligated to be there for you, right? So people's definition of of a friend is somebody who who always got your back, who always got your side, um, who's always by your side. But that's not reality all the time because we all have separate lives. Exactly. And then people bring different things to the table, right? Like I have friends that I talk to certain things about that I would never talk to about with another friend who I consider a friend. But I just know that Sally Mae Jo cannot do X, Y, and Z for me because she's either not that person or she doesn't have that skill set. So you compartmentalize? Sometimes. And sometimes, you know, you need to do that because 
no one can give you everything that you need, right? Mm. That's another like false, <laughs> false um, idea that people hold on to. Like this one person can be like this everything to me, and that is so not true. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have friends that I can talk to about more deep personal things or like spiritual things um and then other friends where it's just like you know what i just need to chill out right now Mm -hmm. can we go out and like walk the town and grab something to eat and just joke and have a good time and to me that does add value like Mm. to me that's not a shallow thing because there's times where you do need to do that and see i used to think that that was necessarily shallow right because if i don't know you more than just a hangout you know social like status then mm-hmm. how can I call you a quote-unquote friend if I know nothing else about you other than we go on a happy hour? Right, and those are your standards, right? Correct. Those are Nubia standards. Um, <laughs> versus, we, I'm not saying that I have, like, all these acquaintances that I, like, you know, go and hang out with. There's always a couple of people, a set people, that there's some continuity. There mm-hmm. is some history. You know what I mean? But do you feel um, like friendships always have to have this long history? It doesn't. Okay, because I was going to say, all. I'm finding more value in people as I'm crossing paths with them in my life mm-hmm. now. You know, even yourself, right? You and I have met prior in the States. You know what I'm saying? But it took for me to actually be abroad and for you to come abroad for us to really develop mm-hmm. a, a friendship. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, back in the States, I was busy doing X, Y, Z. You're busy doing X, Y, Z. And we would just, right. you know, so I really... D- do believe that the universe brings people together when the timing is meant to happen. Mm -hmm. So that's what I meant about expectation without expecting is I'm learning to understand that things happen the way they do for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. Right. And, you know, um, it's almost that situation, you know, as as an entrepreneur, and this is a running thing, right? It's like the people who support you the most are usually not friends and family. Exactly. Which is like, crazy to me right Mm -hmm. because the expectation is that your friends and your family are the ones that that ride for you you know Mm -hmm. that are supposed to be there to support and be that cheerleader and sometimes they are until a certain point in your life or sometimes they're the ones to bring you down but all in all um this conversation about friendships especially in this expat community that i'm in is is an ongoing conversation Mm because many of us have um lost what we would have thought were near or dear friends and developed Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying new friendships along the way with people who are more like-minded i guess you would say yeah 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 and you know as you were talking about that i was just thinking about you know the number of friends the friends that i would call true friends over my life and some of them who were not really friends now because we don't really communicate but you know um a lot of times it is situational. It is like you and I are in this environment together and we seem to get along well. And again, we bring and add value to each other in this point in time, in this space. And this is what we're calling a friendship for this time. And I just, you know, I'm thinking about like, you know, a couple of girlfriends I had in high school. Like we were just like, you know, two people inseparable. In yeah. Inseparable. Sisters, and right? then we went to college and just kind of like, grew apart drifted away it was natural it wasn't like you know i had a beef with her or like you know anything like that it was just like now our circumstances our environment the things that we are challenged with or whatever in life are just different and we just don't connect on that level we're Mm -hmm. not having those shared experiences and you know i see the similarity with that moving abroad and being now in this quote-unquote expat community Mm -hmm. you know that's its own bubble yeah you know what I mean and so now you have these people who are like forced in a a way together (laughs) you can still pick and choose like you know who you want to associate and spend time with 
But now you have this um, subpopulation of people, this new new set. Mm-hmm. And that is opportunity for new friendships. Yeah, but that, that particular set is really transient. Right. It's more transient. But the good thing about it is we know this. We right. go exactly. into it knowing That's it. Exactly. Whereas, exactly. you know, the relationships you were building as you were growing up were like, you know, blood sisters. Oh, we, like you said, two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. That mindset of you're supposed to be inseparable to be friends, you know what I'm saying? It dissipates as you get older because things happen, right? Right. Marriage, kids, family, college, whatever the case may be, work. But it just goes to show what what does friendship mean? I want to know because I think this conversation goes a lot deeper. Exactly. Because like I said, it's subjective. Everybody has their own own meaning behind what they feel friendship means to them. Um, I seen something on Facebook where a friend actually posted today and she said, you have to know how to be a friend to have a friend. Exactly. And I think that is what goes back to what you were talking about generationally you know what i'm saying what you see happen in your home or what you see happen with your your um parents or your caregivers or whatever um and how that relationship is because if you don't necessarily have a strong relationship at home it's difficult to have strong relationships with anyone else right there's a challenge there's a challenge challenge. there's work to be done and that was the other part that i wanted to add to that is yeah, it's great to come up with your own definition of what friendship is, but if you are not willing or able to communicate that to the people that you want to be in relationship with, that you want to commune with and spend time with, and share that intention, right, mm-hmm. rather than expectation, you share that intention, then you're not really giving the people an opportunity to like show up in your life as friends, mm. right? Preach. So that's the other part to it for me is like I can have all these ideas in my head about what Nubia is supposed to be doing in my life and, you know, how how you're supposed to show up for me and how I'm supposed to be allowed to like be myself and all of that. But if I don't share that with you, how, would, how would you know? Yeah. And that's, you a, know? that's great. That's and a great then, point. Right. And then that gives you the opportunity to either show up or be like, you know what, never mind. Like, that's, that's really not, not my thing. Yeah. And then that gives me the opportunity to be like, OK, great. Thank you for that. And I will take that information and move on. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll try to build something on this. But I think um, that is another key part to any relationship, really. It's communication, of course. Right. But also being upfront with your intentions, right? Exactly. And I think that's that's the part that's lacking in a lot of things. Like you said, you know, open your mouth. You know, um, I'm a firm believer of a closed mouth, don't get fed. You know, as we get older, we realize what our personality is, right? And we start to realize what personalities may or may not work best mm-hmm. for us. Doesn't mean that you cut them off. It just means you know what level you can you can communicate with them on. Right. You know what I'm well, saying? What boundaries you need to set. Boundaries, right? Right. Sometimes we don't even know how. <laughs> Sometimes we don't know how to do boundaries. Some people, I've talked to maybe four people in the past month that stated that they necessarily don't like confrontation. So to them, boundaries seems like a confrontation when it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because not everything you have to confront in a sense of a negative connotation of confrontation. It's kind of like you can set a boundary and and let that person understand this is where I kind of draw the line with certain things. Mm -hmm. And that be okay. Mm -hmm. But like you said, being able to articulate what it is and where you are in your life and what you need is important. But I don't think many people don't do that. No, they don't. No, they They just kind of do it for themselves. True. So, I mean, 
That's a whole different conversation. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but I mean, the reality is, you know, like they say with everything, everything starts with yourself. It starts with within, you know? Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Who can you trust? How can you put trust in another individual? It's almost like that mm-hmm. whole, a person is supposed to be there to make you happy type of thing, right? Because for many of years, I thought that my friendships were supposed to look like my sister, my brother, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That was the dynamic that I held towards my friendships so when somebody acted just stupid or <laughs> off the hinges i was like skirt x oh, bye. Cut off right Girl, now. light switch easy yeah interesting <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of us do that too and my only question was with that is did you ever give them an opportunity to do anything different of course and then also too i mean are you paying attention I mean, <laughs> signs you talking about? Yeah, signs. Like, you know, I feel like most of the times you can assess a person from first meeting them. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, of course, all these details and stuff that come out later. But, you know, you generally have a good idea of like, oh, this person, you know, generally positive, has a good vibe, is respectful. You know, But that takes observation. Thoughtful. Right. Which you should be actively a part of in meeting anybody. You know what I mean? But again, it goes back to what I was saying about awareness and consciousness. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> um, that word trust, yeah, that's another big word for me, too. And I'm still trying to figure out my own thoughts and feelings around that and my own actions around it. Um, and people talk about trust. Sometimes I guess it's this elusive thing, but we trust every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have we do to. it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that I'm sitting in this chair, I'm trusting that the leg ain't going to break and fall out. Like, that's a, you know, that's some level of faith that when I sit down, the chair is going to hold me up. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's on the most basic level. But at it. the same time, we do that with people as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like as you begin to get to know someone, there are always little things that happen throughout your journey together that kind of point to I can open up to this person a little bit more um and really what trust is is taking that risk right taking that risk to open up and be vulnerable and whether or not it's asking for help or you know just showing up in a certain way taking that risk and allowing that person to show you you know which way they fall Mm -hmm. right and then actually observing that and taking note (laughs) yeah deciding what you do with that information um but again for me trust is something that um is built mm-hmm. i know some people cultivate it too right i know some for some people they start out with oh they just trust everyone and then you lose points with me it's like you are at zero and, and it's it. built up so that's another thing that yeah. people also need to recognize about themselves that was well. me i was the one open arms um, i'm like mm-hmm. everybody's my friend that was not me i was all closed <laughs> up i was like i'm watching each and every one i got my eye open ears my nose i'm <laughs> and i could never under, and i could never understand that because i was so like my my world is an open book even today right mm-hmm. i'd rather be public with my shit to think that somebody knows me more than i know myself right, right. at the end of the day i give so much and then I end up feeling spent. Mm-hmm. That needs to stop. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And that goes back to the subjectiveness of friendship, right? Mm-hmm. It has to do with your personality, you know, how who you are as an individual. And then, again, like what you witnessed, what was modeled for you, right? So, so it's really not about them. It's really about yourself. It's really about yourself. Mm. It's Ain't really about stuff. yourself. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then this this whole friendship thing, at least for me this past year, has been like a big deal as well because I've been really trying to be intentional about how I am with the people who I'm with 
and even to the point where I'm telling them like this is a value you add to my life that's that's and, deep that's beautiful though you know this is what you do for me and this is how I also feel like I can help or contribute to your life and you know for someone who's I'm an introvert complete opposite of you um, <laughs> and you know who also had had issues and still has issues with trusting for me opening up that way helped build the trust mm. you know and it also helped me see that there are people who do value me and what I can bring and there are people who are interested in being invested in who I am and so why not give them a chance you know, and why not continue to take those risks and share those moments, share those thoughts, share those feelings, you know, um, and open up. And um, it has been really rewarding. I mean, I have my friends have surprised me in ways that I'm very happy for. I think and it's still uncomfortable. I mean, I'm not to say like, you know, I'm just out there like it feels great. No, it's still very uncomfortable to be like, oh, um, I need to talk to you about this thing or you know, just like sharing anything that to me is like intimate and personal mm -hmm. is very difficult. But, you know, allowing people to show up, giving people the opportunity to show up has been like very life changing. I think that's dope. Year. I think that's amazing that you can articulate that and say those things of where somebody has that value to you and what you felt, what you feel like your value could be to them mm -hmm. and be able to have that dialogue or discussion. I don't think many people do that enough. You know, because it's uncomfortable. Is it just that it's just uncomfortable, or everybody is in a mindset where I've met so many people who are so jaded about so many things that they're not even living life positively anymore because they're just so bitter about whatever, mm -hmm. whatever situations, right? You know, remember that song, "No New Friends," and then that was going on, and it was just like, "Yeah, nah, I'm good." You know, I don't need no new friends. And it's like, come on, now, that's just not how the world works. You know what I mean? We're all strangers at one point in our lives. Mm -hmm. It starts with us. It starts with you, the inner you. Like, I think that that's where we need to start, and that's with everything in that's our life. Everything, right? That's with everything. Everything. It's like you got to start with you, how how you tick, understand you, mm -hmm. and then you'll understand why and how the relationships right. around you work or right. don't work. And that's and that's constantly evolving. It's mm -hmm. not like oh, I sit down and I meditated for like a week, and all of a sudden I have this. You know, I know one hundred percent about myself. You know, that's it's an evolution. Life. It's yeah. an evolution. Um, we learn more as we grow, as time goes by. Hopefully, um, <laughs> it's it's constantly evolving, and yeah. it's a constant work. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes people just don't want to do that. I mean, I have to be honest. Sometimes I'd be like, you know, I don't want to learn nothing else right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just sit here and chill? Like, I don't want to learn anything else. Like, Yeah, but you're not closed break. off to it. You right. just need a break I'm or not, whatever. I'm not off to it. But, then, you know, I do feel that way sometimes. Um, I mean, I love it. I think that, you know, we need to take a step back, look at ourselves, be able to really, really, really think about past friendships, present friendships, and what you would like for future friendships and relationships. And um, as you stated, keyword, be intentional about um, the kind of friendships that you would like to, to manifest, right? And to cultivate, and also how you can become that person that you kind of want in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't be the person that people are like running from because you're so damn negative all the goddamn time. You know what I mean? But then you're like, hey, why is nobody around? It's because you're fucking negative. Or you attract all the other negative people. That too. That's the thing. So that's that that's that is your friendship circle. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? No bueno, no bueno. <laughs> so 
Thank you so much. I'm going to leave this off right here. And I want to hear you guys. What does friendship mean to you? If you have anything to add to this conversation, please send me an email at info at Chronicles Abroad. Send a comment when I post it on Instagram. And let me know what kind of topics you would like to hear on Random Realness because I got many of them so far. So till next time, till next week, actually. See you soon. Have a good one, y'all. Peace.